Hello and welcome to the Property Show Budget Special. I'm Andrew Montlake and with me is my co-host Louisa Fletcher. We're here to talk about all things property. So whether you're staying put, buying, selling, renting or letting, we'll be chatting through the latest news on the housing market and mortgages, as well as sharing our advice and expertise to help you get the best from your home. In our budget special, we'll be looking at the announcements today around property. Lou will be talking about the stamp duty extension and what it means for hundreds of thousands of home movers over the next few months. Plus, Monty will be looking at the reintroduction of government-backed low-deposit mortgages, who will be able to benefit from them and when they'll be available. Plus, we'll be chatting through a couple of the other points that Mr Sunak slipped into the budget today, which may be relevant to landlords. We're here to help you make money, save money and most importantly of all, protect yourself regardless of where you are on your home ownership journey. You're good to go, Lou. Hot off the press, Monty. So, here we are, a budget special, Lou. Yeah. How did you, uh, well, you know, how was it for you? Well, I can tell you're excited. Yeah. Because what Uh, the listeners won't know is we've done that introduction (laughs) 53 times. (laughs) And and we're so excited (laughs) to bring you everything that happened in the budget. Yeah. You said you thought it might be a pop, pop <laughs> I can't even say that. You said you thought it might be a popcorn budget, didn't you? I, I, yeah, I did use was that it? term. I think it was a bit of a blockbuster. I'm going oh. to go with that. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot in there. And if you look at the, look at the headlines, you know, income tax thresholds frozen, furlough scheme extended, 5% VAT extended, business rate holidays extended. So, you know, there's a lot going on. And Mr. Sunak's team, I mean, how much how much they've got through. And none of that's an easy job, is it? It's it's not an easy No, it's not what, at all. You know. So yeah. And I, mean, I, I, I like I, do you know what? Whether you like the content or not, he delivers it very well, doesn't oh, he? Oh he does. I He's do slick. I do like yeah. him in yeah. that respect. Yeah. He delivers it with authority. Mm. He, he comes across as if, as if he is. He, he made a big point about saying, "This is I'm being honest with you. I'm leveling mm. with you, etc." Mm. But you sort of believe him. I think I do. I find him very believing. Without without being politically the way, he's a very believable kind of guy. So yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a I'm a Rishi fan. I think I'm. I think it's okay yeah, for me to say that. I think I am. Yeah. And, you know, the, um, that the doesn't bit, mean I politically lean that. Bad, I was about way, to say we 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 are an know, apolitical show. We are an but, apolitical show, unless you ask me about politics, and then I'll <laughs> talk for ages. No, my no. my poli- my economics and politics degree will come out. But anyway, Ooh, anyway, we're fancy. not going to talk about that. No, we're not going to talk about, about the budget. Um, and first up, and I know how much you love it, Lou. <laughs> stamp duty. <laughs> it's the highlight of my year. It is. You must get out more. You really should. But anyway, stamp duty. Yeah. What happened? Tell everyone what happened. Well, we did say on our last episode that we did think that pretty much a stamp duty extension was nailed on one way or the other. Mm. And Mm. you did say, if I remember correctly, that you thought there would be some kind of taper. I did. And that has happened, hasn't it? I'm going to claim that one. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should. So that's one one chalk up for for Monty. So <laughs> the, the the way it works is basically at the moment, um, the amount 
on a property purchase that you don't pay stamp duty on has temporarily mm. been raised from £125,000 as it would be normally to £500,000. Yeah. So at half a million pounds, you're saving 15 grand. So if the property that you're buying costs over that, then you'll receive a reduction on whatever stamp duty you do end up paying of 15,000 pounds. So yeah. this is for everybody, remember. So this is for home movers, landlords who are purchasing a buy-to-let property, people buying yeah. second homes, etc. So yeah. the big thing to check, of course, with all of those sort of secondary ones is that if you're not buying it as your main home, then the additional sort of 3% levy will apply. Okay. And that's 3% on that's, top. That's 3% on what top you'll of be paying. Yeah. yeah. But you do get your maximum 15 grand saving on the basic rate. Okay. So stamp duty was due to end on March the 31st, and we were all worried about a cliff edge. Correct. Correct. Um, so the problem has been that the stamp duty scheme has been so successful, so many people thought it was a great idea, that they've mm. bundled on in and there aren't enough solicitors and surveyors and mortgage brokers and mortgage lenders to physically kind of process all the transactions. So it's it's led to everything taking much, much, much longer than normal. Mm. So for context, you'd expect something. And you'd sort of say 10 to 12 weeks, wouldn't you, normally? Maybe yeah. 14, depending yeah. on the searches. Um, yeah. But the average is running at sort of over five months at the moment. Is that the average now? Yeah, really? yeah. Well, that's um, longer than I thought. So... I had some figures sent to me today from property data company called 20CI who said, get this, there are currently just over 580,000 residential sales in progress. Blimey. And of those, only 374,000 would probably complete their purchase by the 31st of March. So that's a a big old gap. That's a big old gap. So what's changed today? So the the measures that are in place at the moment that were going to come to an end on the 31st of March are now being extended to the end of June. So between now and the end of June, if you complete on your purchase, you can still save that maximum of £15,000 mm-hmm. on your stamp duty, but yeah. you must complete before the 30th of June. Then from the 1st of July, anybody who completes, the amount that's exempt from stamp duty reduces so then you are only paying tax on the first 250,000 of your transaction which means that the maximum saving available is two and a half thousand pounds and that's up until the end of September okay okay so the rate the rate that you save does drop significantly from the end of June onwards but you can still save some money but it is relevant because although that taper is lower it still means that a significant number of movers will you know not pay any stamp duty at all um you know because figures from nationwide this week you know the average house price is currently 231,000 so on the average house price purchase you're not going to you still won't pay any stamp duty yeah so it's interesting what they've done I get I get that Look, it's good news that we've got an extension mm-hmm. because if you did nothing, there would yeah. have been an awful issue. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of angst, and we couldn't have that. So no. I get it's extended it. I get that there's a, a bit of a taper. 
and I quite like it, but it's a bit, maybe it could have been a bit more scientifically done. Maybe it could have, he could have eased part of the amount of transactions in the pipeline now and streamed it down a bit further for for the end of June and then September. So we sort of got not one big cliff edge now, we've got a slightly less big cliff edge in June, and then we've got a little cliff edge in September. Then, so you've got you've got little cliff edges still, and uh, I think I could probably hear weeping from conveyances all over the land yeah. Yeah. as uh, as this was announced. Yeah. Thought, thoughts are with our brothers and sisters in the conveyancing industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but look, they have done something. And, I was going to um, say, and I, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah. It for the property industry as a whole, and for anyone out there looking at buying and worried about it, at least you know that you're not going to lose out. Yes, yes, and I think that that's as you say, anything is better than nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's good. So. Monty, your turn. Yes. Um, another thing that we predicted would be would be sort of announced today is the reintroduction of government-backed low deposit mortgages. Yeah. So what did the Chancellor tell us today? So, Lou, let me tell you. <laughs> he, <laughs> he announced, um, if you remember Help to Buy One, it's a bit like that. Yeah. So basically he introduced a mortgage guarantee scheme. Now, this is designed to increase the appetite of mortgage lenders for high loan-to-value lending to credit-worthy customers. Okay. And that's taken from one of the budget documents. So basically, it provides lenders with the option to purchase a government guarantee that compensates them for a portion of their loans in the event that something goes wrong, so if they have to repossess someone. Okay. So basically it works um, that you would go to a mortgage lender, you would put in your 5% deposit, and they can give you a 95% mortgage up to £600,000. So there's a limit on it of £600,000. Okay. But that's a, very, now, that's a very generous limit. I yeah, say. and it... It matches the help to buy limit, basically, mm. the maximum mm. help to buy limit. Mm. Um, so the devil is in the detail, but as we understand it, this will be available to all buyers on all the properties up to £600,000. Okay. So it's not just first-time buyers. It's yeah. not just new build properties. Okay. It's all buyers, all properties. The mortgages will need to be on a repayment basis, not an interest only. Okay. And all the participating lenders will also be required to offer a five-year fixed-rate product. Oh, okay. Right. So it's about trying to get people onto the housing ladder. Yeah. Um, you'll still need to go through the normal affordability. Okay. So it might even be that actually there are slightly stricter rules around maximum income multiples in these that loans. That makes sense because of the low deposit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we think that'll probably be about 4.49 times, four and a half times okay. the income probably. Okay. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. He actually name-checked HSBC, mm. Santander, did. Lloyds, NatWest and Barclays yeah. that will come out with these mortgages and Virgin Money mm -hmm. following on. They won't be available until 
the 1st of April. We haven't got any details of the products as yet. Okay. And I know loads of people are already phoning. I was going to say, because that's going to be the next question, right? I want right? this. What's the rate? Yeah, how much is we it? We don't yeah. know what the rates are. Yeah. On that question, however, mm. we've talked about uh, mortgage rates uh, uh, for, a time, for a time, and 90% rates are around about three and a quarter, three and a half percent at the moment. Okay. It's very unlikely they're going to be priced lower than them. Okay. But do you think they might be higher than that? I think they might be higher. Okay. Um, I have tried to speak to a couple of lenders to ask, actually, does the guarantee make a difference? Because mm. how the guarantee works is the government gives them a 15% guarantee, basically. Okay. So anything above 80% loan to value is guaranteed by the government. Right. So in effect, that's 15% because yeah. you're yeah. putting in 5% deposit. So we think rates will be around that. They might be higher. They might be around about the same level. I suspect they'll be 3.5% to 4%. Some might mm-hmm. start with a 4 so, so it seems really expensive. Uh, yeah. But again, historically speaking, yeah, I'd never this, have dreamt 10, 15 ago, years ago that, mm. that, you know, you'd be offering a 90 95% mortgage for a, three percent four percent so it is about perspective it does have to be affordable um you can't rent out the property so you can't game it yeah I was gonna it say, has to be your only property yeah. yeah yeah can't be a second home no so that's everything we know at the moment okay um and i suspect it's going to make a significant difference to many struggling to save a larger deposit and and it will definitely be good news for many first-time buyers who were not able to take advantage of the stamp duty holiday um, I, I due just, to the lack of these types of products. You know, fingers crossed, if it, if it's the right product for some people and it moves them from being a tenant into a, a into a position of being homeowners, then awesome. But as you say, it just has to be right, doesn't it? It has to be affordable. It has to work for them. So... But yeah. it's, it yeah. sounds like it could be going in the right direction. So that's really exciting. Yeah, it should be. I mean, obviously, the uh, the critics are, uh, are out already. You've seen share prices and house builders already go up today yeah. on the back of this news. <laughs> yeah. And the problem is that all of these things, they do help the market, mm. but they help keep house prices mm. high. Mm. So although you're saving on the stamp duty, you're probably paying more for the property which might actually negate the stamp duty gain. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way around that. It, there's no way around that. It is what it is, unfortunately. There um, you go. But that's brilliant. Wow. That's, some of that I'd, I'd not read. So that's fantastic. A brilliant summary. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank that's you. That's okay. That's what I'm here for, Lou. Oh. Um, <laughs> you, now, you spotted something. Yeah. And um, I know we, we weren't going to make this episode too long, um, but you spotted something around landlords. I did. So tell us quickly about that. So it's potentially for landlords um, who hold their property portfolios in special purpose vehicles, which is like a special yeah. kind of limited company for people not familiar yes. with the lingo. Um, the changes in corporation tax announced today might be might be significant for people who are landlords, professional landlords with their portfolios in SPVs. And the reason I mentioned it 
is so just to recap from the announcement today so from 2023 corporation tax will increase to 25% for companies with annual profits of over 250,000 pounds um yeah. smaller businesses with annual profits of less than 50,000 in will remain at the current rate of corporation tax which is 19% so that won't change but mm-hmm. the bit in between there will be a taper so for companies with annual profits of between the 50,000 and the quarter of a million there'll be a ta- an you know upward taper of of corporation yeah. tax now of course that's the same for any business okay but the reason i'm flagging it is because if you're a landlord and you do hold your your property portfolio in an SPV, this could be relevant to you. So when you start to think about your tax planning and stuff, note I'm not a tax advisor, please take specialist advice, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. This is going to be one to think about. It kind of got slipped in on the list and I thought, oh, that's interesting. And that's yeah. where I got to with it. So yeah. Well, I like that, Lou. That's a little nugget um, that I missed. So um, absolutely, we'll, we'll share more details on the implications of that. Yes. Once we know more. Yes. Um, but I think that was, I, I think overall, the it was an interesting budget, wasn't it? I mean, we, we, we got furlough extended to September. So you yeah. know, he, he is showing that they understand it's not going to be a, just a quick get back to work and everything's going to be mm. rosy in the garden mm. again. Mm. Um, and the, the, the good things were obviously freezing duty on beer yeah <laughs> I thought you'd is, be happy about that it's very, yeah. very good for everything and <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's some really interesting things for 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 businesses in terms of the um I'm trying to find the word now what what he called it the uh the, the super, super deduction super deductions that was yeah. brilliant yeah um, I, was I mean like... that's a whole podcast in itself but if yeah. you haven't looked at that and uh, and you it's it's worth looking at it um, and there's going to be more help for self-employed people, which is great. Yeah. Um, that's all all very important. Um, universal credit, that uplist have been extended, and there are various other, other bits and pieces in there. So it's all interesting. And, and the good news is that although the UK economy shrank by 10%, 10% in that's, 2020, yeah. Yeah. Um, they are forecasting the economy to rebound up 4% this year and actually returned to pre-COVID levels by the middle of 2022, which is which is six months earlier than they first expected. So that's great news. And, and if we hit that, won't that be great news for everybody? So yeah, yeah, it, it's, um, I did, I must admit some budgets you kind of come away and you kind of think, well, that's now of my life, I won't get back kind of thing. But, yeah. but today my take out from it was that, you know, we've been leveled with we know we're going to have to pay more tax to to pay back the borrowing and and I get all of that Mm. but I I do think that there was quite a bit to be optimistic about and you know the whole free ports thing I find that fascinating again another topic for another day um but um so there are are loads in there there's there's loads of little takeaways in there yeah which which is good and maybe we're just showing our geeky side but um... (laughs) but it's been I don't know about you but it's been a long day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's been a long day. Well, I'm uh, sitting here sipping my Jack Daniels and honey because my voice is uh, oh. my voice is is straining. So, oh, what better place to end it then? You're such a I rock think that star, honestly. Pretty much, <laughs> that pretty much wraps it up. 
Um, so yeah, we'll we'll bring you more details as soon as they're announced on um, low deposit mortgages and and anything else that comes out of the of the woodwork because there is a there's a tax day coming as well. Which mm. um, if there's anything <laughs> that comes out of that, Lou will be, I'll be forensically examining <laughs> all this small print. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, thanks so much for joining us. And if you like what you hear, please give us a rating or leave us a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, we're here to help you with your property problems and mortgage dilemmas. So if you'd like our advice, why not drop us an email to hello at theproperty-show.co.uk. And if you want to find the very latest on the property market from the two of us, please give us a follow on social media. You'll find us on Twitter at The Property Show Pod. See you next time. Thank you.